Well, hey, Vine Church fam, hope you just had a very Merry Christmas last weekend. You just celebrated an amazing and happy New Year. It's such an honor and a privilege to spend this time with you wherever you're watching around the world or listening around the world throughout the week. As we speak right now, Frosty has probably melted away, and I'm sorry, but each and every one of us are probably packing up our Christmas goodies and looking forward to a brand new year. If I haven't had the opportunity to meet you yet, my name is Tyler West. I'm the founder and lead pastor of the Vine Church here in Spartanburg, South Carolina. We're gathering a little differently today, especially if it's your first time. We are gathering together online only today. Now, we're not doing it because, because of health measures or because of anything like that. Today, we call this our winter Sabbath. Now, twice a year as a church, we gather uh, online only during the week of July 4th for a summer Sabbath and the week of Christmas for a winter Sabbath. This year, it just spilled over into the new year. And the reason we do that is we believe that Jesus has called us to rest. As, as a load-in, load-out church, I will tell you, each and every person gives of their time, their talent, their treasure. They put in the work. They put in the effort. And we believe this moment of refreshing and, and nourishment uh, with family and friends will set us up to have an even better 2022 than if we met in person today. Now, all that to say, we are gathering together again next Sunday, January 9th, so we kick off a brand new series, but you got to listen throughout the message and at the end to know what that is. Once again, if I haven't had the opportunity to meet you, I'm Tyler West. I'm the founder and lead pastor of the Vine Church in Spartanburg. And man, it is so really crazy awesome to get to spend this time with you today as we wrap up our series called The Name. Now, as we get into this, we're going to be, uh, what we're going to talk about and is what we've been talking about over these past few weeks is the names of Jesus, and you're going to be utterly shocked at what we're going to talk about today, okay? So I'm just going to go ahead and put my cards out there. We're going to talk about the vine. Jesus, the vine. Now, over these past few weeks, we've been going through the names of Jesus throughout this Christmas season, and, and today we're going to be in a space in a place called the vine, not, not divine. And you say, well, that's the name of your church. Yeah, we're going to get to that here in a minute. Yeah, it's Southern Draw. Many times people think that I say divine, like D-E-V-I-N-E, -E, which is really cool, but that is not it. The, the name of the church that we get to be a part of is the vine, the vine. And it comes from what we're talking about today. So as we're getting ready for this today, I just want to say, if you know anything about me, maybe it's your first time here again, thank you. It's an honor and a privilege to spend this time with you. Uh, I'm not a gardener. I'm not a green thumb. It's not something that I'm good at. I try really hard at it. I would love to tell you that I was great with that. My grandmother who just passed this year, she was a green thumb. She could grow anything. I, I just, I don't, I don't have that. Like I can sustain plants if they're easy. I, I can water. I can do a little bit of pruning. I can, I can replace the potting soil. It's just, but outside of that, I usually just kill them and it stinks because I wish I was better than that. I just didn't get that gene. But this is what I want to share with you. If you know anything about gardening or, or anything at all, I remember growing up, my mom talking about this, my grandmother, my grandfather talking about this, you know, picking okra in the day or, or, or snap peas, if you know, you know, or, or cabbage. Uh, or any of those crazy good things. Like if you remember those, if you know, you know, wherever you are. But gardening, they, they, they told me some really cool lessons. And this is kind of what I want to go with and, and just kind of have this image in our mind as we talk about the vine today is this. When it comes to gardening, like when it comes to gardening, there's a lot of preparation. Like you get to a space in a place, you got to till the soil. And sometimes you got to get through some rocky soil to get to the good soil. You got to till the soil. Then, then you got to plant the seeds. So that means you got to get the seeds out there and then you got to bury them in the ground and you got to make sure that they're in the in, in the right soil and the, and the soil is just right for the seed to get in there. Then, then many times you go water 
the, the plants. Maybe you didn't water. I, I remember hearing growing up, may, many of them didn't have irrigation for the garden. They just relied on the rain. And this is where I get to the most important lesson. You see, when it comes to the garden, the thing is, you can till the soil, you can plant the seed, you can, you can water it, you can do everything possible. But there comes a moment in time where you realize you can't bring the harvest. It takes something outside of you. Like, no matter what, you can set the soil, have the perfect condition for the seed to be planted in the soil, and sometimes it just doesn't bear fruit. And this is where I want to go with that. You see, all throughout the Word of God, as we talk about the vine, the vine throughout the Old Testament referenced Israel, God's chosen people. And if you read in Isaiah or you read David writing it in the Psalms or, or you can read all the way through, you can read all the minor prophets at the end. If, if you want to go there, you can talk about the vine. The vine represented Israel. And what God is doing is when he's talking about Israel and you hear Israel referenced, it is the vine to which would go out there and, and would bear his fruit, would, would, would bear his glory to the world. But what ended up happening is the vine that is Israel, they decided to root themselves in things of this world. They would turn their back on God in rebellion. They would worship false gods. They would, they would go around and, and uh, you know, just neglect the Sabbath. They would, they would break every commandment. You go through any of them. You do. Israel just turned their back on God. And what ended up happening is God was like, I can't make this vine reveal my glory because it chooses not to be surrendered and connected to me. See, that's what the Old Testament is all about, but it's not just what the Old Testament is all about, my friend. That's what you and I are all about. You see, that's who we are. You see, right now, we, many of us just made a resolution. Many of us are going in a new year. Many of us are, are, are trying to think if we could do this, we'll flourish next year. If we add this to our, our investment portfolio, if we, we, we get this crazy stock or, or we go get this house, this place, or we get one more accreditation, like that's going to be the difference. That's what's going to make this year be the best year yet. And I just want to say for each and every one of us, if we are trying to root ourselves in the things of this world, it will only lead to death because that is exactly what Israel did. And what do I mean by death? No peace. No peace. But you see, God loved us enough. He didn't want to leave us in this state where no matter what we did, we couldn't flourish. So instead of us being the vine trying to plant ourselves in things of this world, he sends the one true vine, his son, Jesus Christ. And Jesus came, lived the perfect sinless life we couldn't live, making us righteous, died the death we deserve, paying the penalty for our sins on the cross, therefore cleansing us from all of our past mistakes and future failures in sin. He, he did that. He paid the penalty for us, but he loves us enough that he doesn't stay dead. He rises again on the third day so that we can have life and have it to the full now. In other words, if we are connected to him, we can be who we were created to be because he is our peace. He is the thing that brings the harvest. He is the thing that makes us flourish. As a matter of fact, he is the thing that sustains us and gives us life. The vine. So, Wherever you are, if you've got your Bible today, we're going to be in one verse. It's not going to shock you where it is. So if you want to go ahead and get to John 15, uh, our Vine production team's incredible. They try to make sure it's on the screen every week unless I screw up, and I screw up often. So it doesn't have to be on the screen today. I want to offer you another avenue to follow us today. You can go to the vine.tv slash app, download our free church app. Now, what it's going to do, it's going to ask for your phone number. I promise you, we don't spam you. We're not trying to do anything crazy with your phone number. The reason it does that is it's going to send a direct link 
to our app, to your phone, so you can download it today. And when you download it, you're going to see at the bottom of the tab a thing that says notes. If you click that, it's going to have all the scripture we're going to walk through, everything that we are sharing today in our 2021 year in review. It's all at your fingertips. You can save it to your phone. You can share it with a friend. It's really cool, but also the reason we have our Vine Church app is so that we can connect throughout the week, whether we see each other physically or we only have a virtual presence with each other. So make sure that you download that free Vine app today. Go ahead, type it in your phone, type it on your writer, thevine.tv slash app. Get it on your phone today. It's really awesome. You can join along with us. We're going to talk about some things you can do in there today. So thevine.tv slash app. So if you've got your Bible today, let's go ahead and get to John 15, 5. I can spout it off word for word. If you know anything about me, that's what this is all about. As a matter of fact, it's the foundation our church is built on. That is Jesus, John 15 and verse 5. And the reason I want to read it from the Word of God is this. I don't know about you, but I believe when we open the Word of God, His breath of life comes upon us. and We always leave better than how we walked in because that's what gardening is all about, right? Like, that's what it is all meant to be. So if you're with me on that, let's give God an amen. Amen? Amen. Let's go for it. John 15, 5 says this. Jesus says this. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So let me get this straight. Apart from Jesus, I can do some things. Apart from Jesus, I can grow my investment portfolio. Apart from Jesus, I can, I, I, I can, I, I can flourish in this life. I can be sustained in this life. I can have life. Is that what he says? No, no, no. Apart from me, you can do nothing. You see, that's what we are all about at the vine, connecting every person to the true vine, that is Jesus, the only source of life that any of us, any of us could have. Everything else only leads to death. Only Jesus leads to life. Only Jesus. See, he is the new vine. He is the vine. Instead of us being our own vine, Jesus is our vine, and we are a branch connected to him. Can a branch that's not connected bear fruit for anything? Can it do anything? No, it will likely wither and die. Many times, instead of withering and die, Jesus talks about it in John 15. It's actually thrown into the fire if it doesn't bear fruit because it's actually better served in the fire than it is by being connected to the vine because it is nothing but death. You see, we're connected to the vine and we remain in him, then we will do something. We will bear fruit. In other words, we will be a part of the harvest. For apart from Christ, we can do nothing. And so wherever you are, I love every year we get to do our year in review. We're going to celebrate all Jesus has let us be a part of in 2021 and look forward in faith and anticipation and all that he wants to do in 2022. And one of the ways that we do that is every year we like to have one word. Our church had the word for our church last year was roots. And I want to invite you this year to be a part of our one church word. Because what we're going to do is we're going to walk through a series I'm just going to put all my cards on the table. It has to do with bearing fruit. It's called fruition. It talks about bearing fruit. We're going to be talking about the fruit of the Spirit. You get to see a little bit of it at the end of this. But fruit, we're going to be talking about that. And our one word last year was root. We wanted to grow deeper roots in Christ and grow deeper roots together. And so this year, we're going to be talking about our one word as a church on Sunday, February 13th. Big game Sunday. You know what that is. February 13th. 
we'd invite you to bring your one word. You can do it either virtually or you can do it physically at the downtown YMCA and lay it at the altar. And we're going to pray that up and we're going to walk in that one word. Like the church word last year was roots. My word was become. So I will tell you, sometimes we don't know what this looks like. I, I'm becoming something, and I know that I, I'm becoming who Jesus wants me to be as I walk in faithful obedience, but if I'm not remaining in him, there's no way that I can flourish and become who he created me to be. So Sunday, February 13th, we're going to share our church word. I'll share with you my word. I hope and pray that you will bring your one word. It might be the vine. I don't know what that is for you, but I want to challenge you with that. That is more important than anything else you're going to do because our one word when it comes to the vine is this, Jesus. Jesus. If it doesn't start with Jesus, who cares what the other words are? So if you are with us here at the vine, I want to tell you what we believe. We believe that Jesus is the center. He is the center of everything. It's not about us. It's not about our name and shining lights. It's not about self-centeredness. It's about Christ-centeredness. It's not about the effort or the work or what we think is great. I will tell you here at The Vine, we have sowers who give their time, their talent, their treasure, blood, sweat, and tears. They put everything they have into this. And no matter what, we could all put everything we have into this. If Jesus isn't in it, it's nothing. And so the only reason we can celebrate anything that happened in 2021 is because Jesus is in it. Every person here will tell you that we do this, every sower here, so that Jesus gets the glory, that it is all about him. He is the center. And when Jesus is the center of our life, he is our treasure. He is the thing we look forward to being in the presence of. He is the thing we wake up wanting to be in the presence of. And you say, well, that just sounds weird and sounds like a cult. My friend, a cult will only lead you to death, and they're only trying to use and abuse you. But Jesus says if you remain in him, he'll lead you to life because he is life. He is the resurrection. He is the vine, the source of life. And I will tell you right now, if Jesus is the center of your life, no matter what you no matter what this world tries to root you in, you will know that it will not allow you to flourish and be who you were created to be, but will only lead to death. But in Christ, it will give you life. So we believe Jesus is the center. How does that work out for each and every one of us? Well, I want to tell you, God, God wants to spend time with you. He, you know, have you ever seen a gardener that doesn't try to tend to their garden? What does that garden look like? It looks really rough, but God being the vine dresser, Jesus is the vine. If you read all the way through John 15, it talks about this. But realistically, being in the presence and spending time with God daily is what allows us to be who we were fully created to be. So we as a church want to do that with each other too. I want to tell you, we go through Bible app devos. Like We believe in the power of opening the Word of God and, and being in His presence in prayer. And I want to tell you, when you download that free church app today... Go ahead and click on the More tab. It's okay. We'll, we'll get you back to notes here in a second. But click on the More tab. You're going to see a tab in there that says Bible Reading Plan. Right now, we're going through the Red Letter Challenge. We as a church, it's a wide-open invitation. You can join us. We read Bible plans throughout the year. We believe in it. We have folks that actually, we, we share what we learn. We encourage each other. We walk through that. So, hey, I would love for you to do that today. It's going to have a link to the Bible, uh, the Bible app itself. You can join us there. Uh, and after you do that, go ahead, get, open back up the Vine Church app. You're going to see the notes tab at the bottom again. You can click on notes and you can know at the Vine Church, we believe, number one, Jesus is the center. So in 2022, I just want to challenge you. Would you join us for a Bible app, Devo? 
Hey, if you do it once and you don't like it, that's great. That's not it. But I just I just want to encourage you to join us. Hey, maybe you don't even know who Jesus is. You're kicking the tires of who he is, and you're like, I, I don't even know why I'm here right now. I want to say you're here for a reason. I promise you, Jesus has something for you. And I promise you, if you'll lean into him and listen to him, you're going to leave here better than how you walked in. I promise you that. So will you take that chance? Will you take Jesus at his word that if you're connected to him and remain in him, you're going to bear fruit? Will you, will you do that and join a Bible app? Will you join us on one of our Bible reading plans throughout this year in 2022? Do it just once. Second thing we believe here at the Vine Church is this. Living a faith-filled big life starts with small next steps in Christ. Living a faith-filled big life starts with small next steps in Christ. Zechariah 4.10 talks about how... Uh, we relish, we, 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 we marvel in small beginnings, that God works through small beginnings. And I just want to tell you, wherever you are, there is no step in Christ that is too small. And there is no opportunity that he has put in front of us that is too big that he hasn't already worked out. So we here believe at the Vine Church, if we really want to live this faith-filled big life in Christ, be exactly who he created us to be, bear fruit, be a part of the harvest, it starts with one small next step. I just challenged you with one a second ago, joining us for a Bible reading app. So, Here's what we want to celebrate in one small next step that happened that was actually a big step in the Vine Church this past year. In 2021, Jesus let us be a part of one salvation. One salvation. Now, wherever you are right now, you say, well, why would you celebrate one? I would tell you right now that each and every sower here at the Vine Church, wherever they are, would say the same thing I'm about to say because I know their heart for Christ. If we had been doing this for four years and hadn't seen one salvation until just now, it would be worth it. It would be worth it. But each and every year, Jesus has blessed us with at least one. And there are countless others that we may not even know of because we haven't, we, we didn't used to have great ways to track it. Now we can. So I just want to say, let's give Jesus a hand. Let's thank Jesus that we got to be a part of one soul passing from death to life. One soul start that was trying to be rooted in the world, but instead became rooted in Christ and was connected to Christ the vine and can flourish. We can celebrate that. And in 2022, I know we can be a part of that together. So what's the small next step Jesus is calling you to take? Maybe it was that Bible reading app. Maybe it's, it's to pray. Hey, maybe it's to invite a friend to church. I don't know what that is, but would you lean in in 2022 and trust him with just one small next step? Maybe it's getting up five minutes earlier to read your Bible. Maybe it's, it, it, it's praying for your neighbor. Maybe that's what, I, I don't know what it is. I'm, I, I will trust that he will lead and guide you better than I ever could in that. But I do want to ask you, will you take that small next step this year? Will you do that? The third thing we believe at the Vine Church is this. Life change happens best in Christian community. Life change happens best in Christian community. We believe that. We meet on Thursdays. We have a Thursday night greenhouse gathering. Uh, you can join us online or in person from that. We'll find a better way to integrate that in the app in 22. I'm believing. And so, hey, if you're really good at apps, maybe that's the next step Jesus is calling you to take in 2022. I don't know, wherever you are, maybe that's what that is. We would love for you to be a part of what Jesus is doing. But we believe at the vine, life change happens best in Christian community. Okay, so here we go. In 2021, Jesus let us answer 236 prayer requests. 236 prayer requests online. That's not just counting in person. We actually gather before the service. Sometimes it happens after the service. That's my fault, I'll be honest with you. But we gather together because we want to live this out. We actually pray for each other. Inside of our app, once again, you can send a prayer request in our prayer wall. 
You can see past prayer requests. You can join in praying with others. There's actually a button on there where you can click that says commit to pray, and you can commit to pray. Each and every week, we try to update that for our prayer requests. So online only last year, we saw over 200, we saw over 200, we saw 236 prayer requests. That's what, four prayer requests a week? That's amazing. That's awesome. It's people, some, some we, we, we can't even meet face to face. They're in the midst of a crazy season, and Jesus has opened a door, and they sent a request in, and we got to help walk with them through it, even if it was just for a short amount of time. That's a blessing right there. Also, in 2021, we had multiple sowers gatherings. We had, we had four, we may have only counted three, but four sowers gathering. We got to get together outside of what we do on Thursday nights and on Sunday mornings. We, we get together. We like to have fun. We, we have Christmas uh, together. We, we usually try to do a cookout. Hey, on, on February 13th is Big Game Sunday. We usually watch, watch that big game. We can't say it because they'll kick us offline, but we usually watch that together, have some games up, have some fun. We, we usually do that because we want to live this out. So in 2022, I just want to ask you, Will you commit to, to coming to a sower's gathering? Maybe, maybe showing up for a Thursday night greenhouse. Maybe coming on a Sunday morning. Would you commit to doing that? Because I'm telling you, if you show up, God's going to be there and he's going to show out. But you can't be a part of it if you keep putting it off. So would this year be the year in 2022 that you take that step and you trust that life change happens best in Christian community? The fourth thing we believe here at the Vine Church is this. We believe in honoring one another to glorify God. We believe in honoring one another to glorify God. What that means for each and every one of us is we, we, we believe in serving. We believe in lifting each other up. We believe in not neglecting gathering. Even though we are Sabbathing, we are still gathering. We, we want to make an opportunity that we can spur each other to love and good works. You know what I'm saying? Paul writes it so beautifully there. Like We believe in that. So for each and every one of us that are listening right now, we believe in honoring one another to glorify God. We believe in lifting each other up, not tearing each other down. We believe in encouraging each other. We believe walking because we are a body. We are the body of Christ. We are the church connected around the world, the church, one body, playing our part that he has called us to play. And we know that in the body, the, the body weeps and mourns together. It laughs together. It goes through seasons together. And that's what we believe in. So we believe in honoring one another to glorify God. In this past year, in 2021, Jesus allowed us to gather for 47 Sundays physically and the others we have met online. We still have had services online. Now, what does that matter? Why, why am I saying that? What is, what's the big deal, right? So you're saying, how does that honor one another to glorify God? Because I want to tell you right now that on each and every Sunday, I want to tell you this. The chair you sit in was touched at least two times, maybe four, let's be real. It was loaded in, set up, torn down, loaded back out. Fourth, almost every item you touch on a Sunday has been touched four times before you walk in there. Why am I saying that? Because in those moments, each and every person that took that chair off the, tra the trailer, that set that chair up in the gym, that tore that chair down in the gym, that put that chair back on the trailer, is this. They worked to glorify God, and they were serving you. They didn't do it so that their chairs looked perfectly spaced. They didn't do it so that they got all the glory for setting it all up or that somebody took a picture of them tearing it down. No, 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 no. They did that to glorify God. They did it to glorify God. Every sower. So I want you to know today, the reason we celebrate that is because we are not afraid of the preparation and the hard work it takes to set up and tear down church. And we're believing God's going to lead us to a facility at His time, at His calling, 
But at the same time, in the in-between, we're still going to be faithful with what he's given us right now. We're not going to pout about it. We're not going to be mad about it. Instead, we're going to trust him with it. So I just want to let you know, right now, if you're watching online and you're kind of on the edge about whether you want to come on a Sunday, there are people that love you enough that they would literally give their blood, sweat, and tears. They would be in the hot weather, in the cold weather, in the rain, sometimes in the snow, loading in and loading out a gym that sometimes is a wreck when we get there, sometimes isn't a wreck when we get there. But no matter what it still smells and looks like a gym when we get there but when we set it up it doesn't it is a space and a place where you will not only feel the love of community but you will feel the love of God in that space so we believe in honoring one another to glorify God so in 2022 why don't you just come be a part of it why don't you be a part of it maybe that's all you can do is set up a chair I want to let you know when you set up that chair you are setting up a chair for someone to sit in the presence of Jesus for the first time because they spent their whole life in the presence of this world and thought their hope could only be found in this world but when they sit in that chair on that Sunday and for the first time they surrender to Christ for the first time they will have life we walk in faith for that I want to let you know that if you serve doing that you make a difference if you roll out a rug for vine worship you make a difference you are setting up a space and a place for people to take a next step in Christ. If you are putting a word on a screen, if you are putting a graphic on a screen, you are creating an opportunity for someone to open their eyes to Jesus for the first time. If you are investing in kids, showing them the love of Jesus, even when they don't fully comprehend it yet, you are planting seeds of the gospel, setting them up for a space and a place to take their next step in Him so much so surrender their life to Him and go change the world more than you and I could ever ask or imagine because Jesus is the center. He is the foundation. If you are there each and every Sunday, all you can do is pray with somebody. You are meeting them in the season that they need it the most. And they will see Jesus for the first time. I'm telling you, it makes a difference. So we believe in honoring one another to glorify God. So in 2022, hey, come be a part of it. There's a space and a place for you. Here at the Vine, we say it. Uh, we've been saying it often. I'm going to say it again. At the, at the church, the local church around the world, which is what we are a part of at the Vine, is this. The church is the only space and place in the world where everyone is welcome. The doors are always open to everyone. Everyone has a purpose. And everyone has a place. So come on. Let's honor one another and glorify God in 2022. The fifth thing we believe you hear a lot about at the vine, because this is what Jesus has called us to, is this. We believe you cannot give God. We believe you cannot give God. That's the reason those sowers are loading in and loading out. That's the reason they're giving their time, their talent, their treasure, blood, sweat, tears, not afraid to take a next step in him, not afraid to get dirty, not afraid to get in the mess and the mire and the storm of a season, because we know who controls the storm, and that is Christ. So here at the Vine Church, we believe you can't outgive God. So here's what we want to celebrate. And this number could change between now and the time that we watch this, but we'll update that on our annual report when we get that out in a few weeks. So here's the thing. As of the time we recorded this, in 2021, Jesus let us receive $100,888.91 in tithes and offerings. Insane. $100,888.91. And I know that sounds crazy, and I know that that may sound weird to you while we would celebrate that, but each and every one of those pennies, each and every one of those dollars represent us trusting Jesus with what's already His, but trusting Him that He can do more 
giving back to him than we could ever do if it was all in our bank account. You see, that's not where it stops here at the vine. We don't just say, oh, great, we have all these tithes and offerings. The question is, what did we really do with them? And here's the thing. Our annual report will tell you every dollar, where every dollar, every penny goes. But this is what we celebrate here at the vine. In 2021, Jesus let us sow $35,699.99, uh, excuse me, 96 cents into global missions. Into global missions. So in other words, at the Vine Church, I just want to tell you, uh, not going to get too crazy, but hey, uh, I, I know Jesus has called me to be like Paul. I get to be a tent maker, get to meet some amazing people in real estate, and I get to be the pastor of this church. Uh, and, and it's amazing because this Vine fam is incredible. They put up with me in spite of me, and I love it. And I'm so thankful that Jesus allows this to happen. But just because of that, I, I don't expect everyone else to do that. We're going to have salaried people. We want to do that. We want to grow as a staff and a church. But here's the thing that that's important is when, when we asked Jesus what he would have us do, he called us to give 10% every month of tithes and offerings to the local church around the world. So every month, 10% goes out. Whatever's given, 10% goes straight out the door to the local church around the world. We pray over those. We send those out. Uh, our pastoral advisory team gets that. We trust Jesus in that. But he also called us to give a 5% offering to gospel-centered nonprofits. So in other words, Jesus has called us to give 15%, 10% to local churches, 5% to gospel-centered nonprofits. Every month that goes out. And yet here we are at the end of the year, and Jesus has allowed us to see over $35,000 go out into global missions. I know that that may not sound crazy to you. I know that that may not sound like much. I know that that may sound just weird and different for anyone who's listening. Because you say, well, you load in, load out. Couldn't you get a building with that? But see, here's the thing. We trust Jesus is going to provide the building more than we think we can put that money in the bank and figure out how to do it on our own. He's going to do that in his time. But what's more important is instead of a physical building, we got to be a part of his church, his kingdom being built. And that matters more to us than any building that goes up brick by brick because he is building his kingdom. And so I just want to say thank you to everyone who has invested of their treasure here at the vine, who has invested of their time, their talent, their treasure, who has invested in those dollars, who has trusted Jesus, taken him at his word, that we cannot outgive him. It is amazing. It is so awesome to be a part of. And I just want to remind you, this is this is what we get to be a part of when we sow into global missions. It's this. We help abandoned pregnant mothers find Christ and find healing for their children. We, we, we help homeless and hungry who don't have food to eat, who are stuck in addiction. And people actually show up in an RV and meet them in the street and feed them and give them the gospel. Give them what they are looking for. We've helped youth at our YMCA. We've helped foster children throughout multiple ministries be able to find a space and a home for each and every one of them. Not in a bad space. Some of them are even housed in a space so that that way they are safe from the streets. We've helped families stuck in jobs between no work, no money, no food. They're actually going to food pantries, being able to be fed. We are a part of that. We are a part of athletes being able to find out that Jesus is more important than something on the scoreboard. We are actually part of countless stories around the world. And the thing that I want to tell you that I love the most is we won't even get to hear them all this side of eternity. But one day, when we're sitting in heaven, when we're working in heaven, when we're in the presence of Jesus, someone's going to tap us on the shoulder and say, man, I just, I don't know how this worked out, but I want to tell you way back when in 2021, someone gave to a church that had a food pantry and I showed up there and for the first time I experienced the love of Jesus 
and I'm just finding out, and I want to say thank you. That's what we're going to be a part of, church. So thank you for living out and believing you can't outgive God. So in 2022, as we said this past year, as we were walking through that, we had some mason jars. Remember those mason jars? Weren't they awesome? Would you trust Jesus in giving 10%, saving 10%, and living on 80%? Would you trust him? Now, I'm going to tell you, the first time you do it, your car's going to break down. Or your car's going to get broken into. I don't know. Whatever that's Your car's going to break down. Like something's going to happen. There's going to be an emergency that comes up. Will you still trust him with it? Because the thing is, we trusted him with 15% and he allowed us to be a part of 35%. Almost 36%. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy, crazy awesome that we get to be a part of that. So in 2022, would you do that? You can do that in our app conveniently. You go to thevine.tv slash give. I just want to say and challenge you, hey, if Jesus is calling you to give a dollar, give a dollar. Here's the thing. I don't care if you give it to the vine. Give it to the church he calls you to give it to. Trust him in it. Give it to the gospel-centered nonprofit he calls you to give it to. Trust him in it. Whatever that looks like for each and every one of you, would you trust him with that today? Because the last thing we believe at the vine is this. We are God's plan to grow his church. We are God's plan to grow his church. No one else. He's not called anybody else to do it. He's called us in this moment now, created with a purpose on purpose in this space, place, and time now to go out and, and be a part of his church, to grow his church. So let's, let's celebrate what Jesus let us be a part of in 2021. In 2021, Jesus allowed us to see each and every Sunday 19 adults, 5 vine kids, 16 sowers serving, and 315 EFAM online every week. And that is not counting. We just launched our Vine Church app in 2021. So we're going to get to see countless more and, and many more through that. So I just want to say thank you to each and every person who's invited and invested in their family and friends. Thank you to you for listening to this and being a part of this. But I also want to say, hey, who else is Jesus, Jesus calling us to be a part of his church? Here's the thing. They may come to the vine for three weeks and it not be right for them, but they go to the church up the road and they are rooted and planted in that church and we're all part of the church, the local church around the world, and they go and flourish and be who God created them to be there. That's what it's all about. That's why we believe, hey, you try the vine, it's not your cup of tea, we want to get you to the right church. We don't want you to be sitting on the sideline. Jesus didn't die for us to be sitting on the sideline. He died so that we can play in the game because we already know the victory is his and it's already won. So let's go get in the game. Let's invite. Let's invest. Let's pack out the YMCA. Let's look at our coworkers who are hopeless and helpless and thinking that the next promotion is going to save them and show them that it's not a promotion that saves them. It's actually the thing that brings them life, and that is Christ, the vine. And so that's kind of where I want us to be today. Jesus has created, created each and every one of us. He's created more space for us. We have a whole gym. We'd love to run out of chairs on the chair cart. So this is the last thing I want to say for us. The vine dresser, that is God the Father, will prune us to produce an outward fruit that demonstrates the inward transformation of trusting Jesus and surrendering our life to him, the vine. See, Jesus doesn't call us to work harder to be fruitful. John 15, 5, he just says, abide. He says, be connected. Be connected. We belong not because we deserve to be connected, but because of the person and work of Jesus Christ, the vine. So right now, 
wherever you are, maybe for the first time, you're realizing that you've been trying to connect to everything else in this world and it has not brought you peace, it has not brought you happiness, and you this year you just decided, I'm going to find the thing that I need and I want to tell you what you've been searching for is Jesus. And the thing is, none of us deserve him. Jesus came, lived the perfect sinless life we couldn't live, dying the death we deserve, paying the penalty for our sins on the cross, and loved us enough not to stay dead, but rose again on the third day so that we could have life. Not because we deserved it, but because he loved us, and in spite of us, he came to give us life. And so right now, the reason we do what we do is to connect you and connect others Connect us all to the vine, honestly. But many, for the first time, get connected to the vine. And so if that's you today, I want to tell you, it's not going to be a magic formula that saves you. It's not going to be a special prayer, though we are going to pray in a second. It's the faith. It's the words. It's you believing and surrendering your heart to Jesus. As a matter of fact, Romans 10, 9, Paul writes it this way when, when he's talking. When he says in Romans 10, 9, he says, If you declare with your mouth, that Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. In other words, you will be connected to Christ. It's believing. It's confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart. Both of those things. So the prayer we're about to pray is for the benefit of those who are coming to the faith for the first time. We pray out loud as a family together. So we're going to pray this prayer. It's not the words. It's the faith the faith that Jesus is who he says he is. So with every head bow and every eye closed, repeat these words after me. Dear Jesus, I believe I'm a sinner, separated from you. I believe you came, lived the perfect sinless life I couldn't live, died the death I deserve, paying the penalty for my sins on the cross, but loved me enough not to stay dead, but rose again on the third day so that I may have life. Come take over my life, Lord. Teach me to follow you step by step, the rest of my life, the best way I know how. With every head bowed and every eye closed, and for the first time, you can say that you have given your life to Christ. You have surrendered to him on the count of three. I'm going to ask you to boldly raise your hand. One, two, three. If that's you, would you raise your hand? Hey, not only would you raise your hand, would you take a moment, and there might be a hand that's raised there, click on that. Would you send us a message? Would you comment below? Would you uh, reply back to us? Maybe send us an email at hello at thevine.tv or reach out to us in the app or you can shoot us a text message, 864-580-6698. We would love to celebrate this decision with you because we know that each and every one of us, we were in the same place before Christ. And so I just want to say, if that's you today, welcome to the family. Welcome to being connected to the vine. And we can't wait to grow and bear fruit as we remain in Jesus with you. So would you do that today? Would you let us know? And so today, as we talk about Jesus being the vine, just want to remind you that we're going to gather together next week again, Sunday, January 9th at the YMCA, kick off our brand new series called Fruition. Now we're going to walk through this. We're going to walk through the fruit of the Spirit and this fruit that we are called to bear as being part of the vine. And maybe it will spur up your one word to bring on February 13th. That's what I'm going to be praying for. 